everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Wing Addiction Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, and as always, my co-host is my lovely wife, Leslie. Hi, y'all. Well, we got a killer episode this week. We've got the boys from Spring Legion of the Spring Legion Podcast, a bunch of turkey hunters from, uh, I would say from Mississippi, but all, uh, hunters moved to Georgia on us, so he's a Georgia boy now. We talk about that. Yep, we do. And... Um, also, we are announcing the giveaway this week for the 425X Sport Dog e-collar unit. And not going to say who won that up front. You'll have to listen to find that out. So Sometime during the podcast, the winner is announced. Yes, it is. And congratulations to you. Um, it's a, Of course, it's a patron. It's a patron giveaway. And patron, um, winning patron. You need to message us once you've listened to this podcast and you find out that you're a winner and we'll hook you up with whatever you need to uh, claim your prize. Absolutely. Yes. So, um, I guess without going any further, let's go ahead and get to our sponsors and, and do this. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Onyx Hunt. Onyx Hunt, know where you stand um nowhere drop a pin know where you been um all kinds of little slogans for onyx hunt we use it uh anything from their three their new 3d map layering which is awesome to find out where burns have been where they've cut uh ag fields all kinds of map layers and she's over here giving me the hurry up signal so we're going to roll on to the next one which is her favorite <laughs> cable gangs and a little new information for you on cable gangs um before we go hold on WAP, W-A-20, on the Onyx promo code. If you've not got Onyx and you want to download the A. AP-20 yes. is your promo ridiculous code. promo code for uh, <laughs> for Onyx Hunt. So, on the cable, cable gangs. Okay, cable gangs. So, this is the product you need that you don't even realize you need until you get it. And I'm just telling you, I can't say enough good things about cable gangs um i will not ever take our dogs anywhere without this system um the quality is amazing um but you guys already know that and if you're a listener and um you you mentioned no 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 they have a code now we've got a code it's wa drop but wa drop yes i'm gonna tell them i'm gonna tell them because brandon called us last week and let us know that there was a little issue but um, it's WA drop is the code. Um, he has a website now and everything. Cablegangs.com. Um, cable yes. Cablegangs with a Z. And, um, w- in, if you're, if you uh, use that code, it gets you an extra drop. So if you purchase a four, uh, drop system, you'll get a five, a fifth drop that you can use to attach on the end and make it a five dog system or use it as a lead or, or whatever you need to do. Um, but in order to do that, Brennan called us and said that there's been some issues with people trying to use the code. You have to actually put that extra drop in your cart and then put in the code. Yes. So if you're planning on ordering a four dog system, but you want the fifth drop, you're going to have to put that drop in your cart and then use the code. Yes. Okay? Cause you, you can go on there and look where they sell actually drops by their sales. Put that extra drop in there. Don't put a five dog system and expect no, to get a six dog system because just because you actually. Yeah, that's it's a totally completely different, different product. 
order your system that you plan on ordering and then put as a separate product put a drop in right add and it then to your use cart. the code and it will take the cost of the extra drop off whenever you make your purchase yes so that's how the cable gangs deal work and thank you very much for the people that has been ordering cable gangs and apparently it's been uh, quite a bit because brennan called and said i'm having all kinds of problems these people are ordering these things and <laughs> and they're not uh it's not working so i'm having to do it manually but anyways so that's our know. fault now yep. you know sport dog sport dog has um gave well as a matter of fact we're giving a free unit away to one of our they, patrons right now yeah that's, and you're gonna find out yep you're just listening the to the podcast. podcast they're giving away a 425x you can run your releaser your uh, your launchers and everything off the same remote you don't have to have five remotes around your neck with the x systems they're awesome um check them out at sportdog.com anything from um a one dog system to their uh, three or four or five six dog multi uh, e-collar systems or tracking systems their launchers everything check them out sportdog.com and also anookshuk dog food anookshuk dog food is something that has just took this hunting well i'm not gonna say hunting but took the the uh country by storm i guess you would say the past two years they've just really made an influx here in the united states what i've noticed is that you know people who were using one of the top brands you know one of the most well-known popular performance dog foods um those people are now looking for something more like what anookshuk offers and um so anyway we did a whole podcast with anookshuk you need to listen to it if you want to find out absolutely all the details Go to their website, contact them. They have the best support. But um, I'm telling you, they've got they've got the formula you need. Yeah, and they don't change formulas all the no, time. They've no. got you know the formulas they've they're using for the 3232. They've had ever since they started. The formula's not changed. They just added a new formula, which is the marine formula, which is what we just done the podcast on. But uh, a few I don't know three or four or five episodes ago. But, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about them changing formulas every time you turn around. And the price keeps going up and keeps going up and keeps going up on a lot of the other foods. So, And, I mean, the quality goes from, like, all the ingredients all the way through to the packaging system that they use oh, to their keep packaging their food is fresh. And, and so uh, check them out. Um, you'll feed less of this food, and, and, and then your dog will still get everything it needs and then some. Um, so you'll have less waste, but they have a calculator on their website that'll help you decide how much food you will need for your dog. Yep. And their promo code is like, I always keep saying the best promo code in the business. It's WA 100. Check them out. WA 100 first wholesale shipment you get. We're going to give you a hundred dollars off that That's shipment. Amazing. Yes. So, uh, check them out at Anookshuk Pro dot com promo code wa100 and last but not least dakota 283 dakota 283 kennels pet protection that's right check dakota 283 kennels out from their dining dash to their um medium They're super popular i noticed that like some of the colors are you know are yeah, you out see of stock them. sometimes yeah. and yeah. so um anyway get on there and get your Get your kennel ordered. Yep, get on there and get your kennel ordered. Yep. And so check them out at Dakota283.com. Use promo code WA10 for your 10% off and free shipping. Plus, if you're a patron, you get an even bigger code than that. So 
patrons take advantage of that huge discount code you get uh, if you're not a patron go check us out at patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com and search wing addiction podcast and, and give, be looking for more giveaways because now that we'll we'll announce a winner of our most recent giveaway on this podcast yep we'll be looking for another giveaway to start for for our patrons and yep. we also give away hunts and um it's just an amazing way for you to support us and us to support you and just keep this thing going yep and so um we're actually going to start we've not even talked about it yet but we're going to start talking about our new hunt giveaways uh probably on the next podcast and so look forward to that um we always have a ball when we take patrons hunting. Absolutely. It's, it's awesome. But anyways, um, I think that's it. Without uh, going any further, let's welcome on the Spring Legion boys, Hunter Ferret. Or Ferret, listen at me. He, Got a little ferret running around the house he here. tall. <laughs> you done called, uh, you said sealed, what'd you say? Sealed. I said Austin sealed. Yes, he whatever that's I, what happens it's when late at night hunter and austin 45 years old and you do your podcast intro at 10 o'clock on sunday night that's yeah four days after you recorded your podcast <laughs> or five i was like oh my god we ain't done an intro for this thing yet so anyways without further ado hunter and austin they're they're waiting uh in the wings so we're gonna bring them on and we hope you enjoy the podcast give us some feedback hey go to itunes i've not said this for the past no, year go to itunes rate and leave us a little review um you be sure to push that five star and if you got a good review leave it if you don't if you ain't got nothing good to say just don't say it that's what my mom always said yeah, that's right no i'm just kidding just go uh leave us a feedback that works the algorithm where more people can find us and i don't know how it works but anyways go leave us a, a rating and review and if you're on spotify go drop us a bunch of stars that's awesome so without going any further let's bring on hunter and austin I didn't get that. <laughs> All right. This week, <laughs> this week's podcast is the boys from the Spring Legion podcast, Hunter Farrier and Austin Seals. Are you guys on the line? I'm good. I'm here. Hunter, how about you? Are you there? Read you loud and clear. You got me? Good and loud and clear. Hunter's coming to us live from Georgia and old Seals, he's still down in Mississippi. He's he's gonna stay where he belongs. Hunter says he's skipping skipping boats. <laughs> Hunter, what made you want to move to to Georgia? Uh, for the most part, in a nutshell, a wife and a set of twins on the way. So uh, she uh, she worked out here, and um, we tried to get moved out here and moved in and settled in before a turkey season kicked off. But uh, I think we're going to time it just right where uh, we'll be finishing up with all the, the redoing everything and whatnot, and the twins should arrive around opening weekend just as we planned it. So. Well, there you. I don't know. I don't know if this was a great plan or a, an awful plan. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, I yeah, know you are. It'll be uh, my first, her first. So it's a it's a new 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 spring kind of a uh, a lot of new things going on this spring. So first one to not kick off in Mississippi with seals. So we'll be kicking it off in Florida. That's so, all right. Um, you got two. Bird. You got two new Legion members. Coming oh, yeah, on. a lot of youth tags coming in pretty soon. There you, there you go. Now, I'm looking behind you, Hunter. You have got a ton of merch back there behind you. So, I guess your your your, your warehouse is kind of your living quarters also? Yeah, we got um, 
the whole downstairs part of it has pretty much been immediately turned into Spring Legion, um, which is funny because, I mean, with, with Seals, tell you more about it. We, uh, we started this thing in 2019. It was in his mom's spare bedroom with her embroidery stitching machine, you know, one by one. And, um, that's about a quarter of it behind me right now. And it, it stays revolving this time of year. So, um, it's pretty wild to see, you know, it, it go from a corner in a spare bedroom to a whole half of a house and it's trending like it's going to be taking up more space next year, which is awesome. And I'd say it also went from probably a hundred percent stocked about before the NWTF convention. I'd say you're running, running pretty low this time of year, right before Turkey season, aren't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a blessed and a curse to have that kind of as an initial kickoff in February. Uh, this was our first year experiencing that um, kind of firsthand. We'd been through it before and 2020 just to uh we were out there just passing out like free stickers, hoping somebody would just like put it on their cup or something maybe. And, then, uh, then we had booths and we were hosting the award show and, and had podcast booth there and everything. And we were 90 to nothing. And, you know, it kind of depletes a lot of the inventory right before uh, the busy season officially starts. So you got a, a lot of that planning had to be done. I mean, there's stuff coming in now. I know that I ordered in July, just hoping that it would come in oh, you wow. know, for this week. So it's a lot of logistical, you know, knots to untie prior to uh, spring getting here. It really never stops. Yep. And, and Brian Austin for you, uh, you, like I said, you stayed in Mississippi. Uh, you, um, you work, we, as was talking earlier, you work with the ag agriculture extension agency down there from Mississippi state. Uh, you born and raised in, in, in Mississippi, Austin. Yeah, I was born. Uh, most people don't know where Raymond is much less Utica, but, uh, <laughs> born and raised in Utica and actually, um, my where my mom lives and Hunter's parents lives what a mile and a half apart, yeah. and we grew up. I mean, we we grew up pretty close together. Uh, right here, it's to be honest with you, nobody knows where Raymond and nobody knows where Utica is, but we're actually from Learned. <laughs> <laughs> Promise you, that is it's between Raymond and Utica. So, <laughs> I'm here from Raymond. There you go. You so you, I don't even guess you have a red light in, in where you live, do you? No, we got one four way stop. Well, that, the, hey, that's that, like yeah, that's, yeah, we've got our, our places here too, where you, you don't tell somebody that's too far from out of town where you're from. Cause they'll never know what you're talking about. Yeah, so the, you say South of Knoxville, North of Chattanooga. Yeah. The, the high school I graduated from, I think there was the 30, 35 or 36 in my graduating class. And, so. and that's if they actually graduated. I well, that's how many was supposed to graduate. There was that many pictures in the yearbook. We'll just hey, say that. Many. That's bigger than our class. Seals and I, we graduated together. We had, I think it was 33, and we were a big really? class. Really? That's what it was. Wow. So you boys been together. Y'all been buddies for what, forever, I guess. Mm -hmm. So how did this – so how did this – I know, but I want to tell the listeners how Spring Legion came to be. Tell us the story. You or Austin, either one or both y'all, just chime in and tell us how the Spring Legion came to be. Well, um, Seals will probably tell you a little more about the day I kind of – brought it to his attention uh it was in my mind for a little while in 2019 kind of february kind of preseason type of realm getting fired up for turkey season and um i don't know i mean turkey hunting's obviously been a passion of ours for a long time and um uh, i've always believed that turkey hunters are different they're cut from a different cloth and there's something to be said about that that those who understand that and don't need too much more explanation um 
are those who probably got it from the, the get-go. Um, but, um, but no, I was just uh, kind of had been on the back of my mind one day to, to find some way to represent that mindset and the, the never-ending kind of mind consumption that kind of comes along with the spring woods and the, the, that magnetic tension that just draws you to uh, your attention there, you know, especially during the months of spring. And um, there's just certain things that turkey hunters do differently and they're just wired differently mentally, I believe. And there needed to be some, some way to, uh, to kind of represent that for folks. And um, a lot of uh, current, you know, companies or any way to, to market a, a philosophy really. And that's kind of the, the odd thing is uh, I think it was Austin's dad kind of was, uh, talking about it not long ago, he's like, y'all are, you know, the apparel is just like marketing for a philosophy, which is kind of crazy. It's not even a tangible product, but, but at the same time, he's a avid turkey owner. He understands it completely that, um, it's just a way for like-minded people to represent their way of life. And, um, we wanted to be that there's, you know, we don't sell, you know, decoys or sell calls or sell a pattern or anything like that. We're not marketing for that. We're marketing for the, the people that, aren't necessarily partial to either up either or um, when it comes to stuff like that they just like to go turkey hunting and understand uh, the kind of the heritage behind it we want to make sure that we're able to kind of put that out there um the apparel market's a very saturated market people are trying to enter it left and right and to stick out you got to have something a little different and i think a lot of times it's you know the the newest the trendiest the most advanced and we just wanted to find a way whether it was we sold five hats or 5,000, we wanted, you know, something to represent those who are not necessarily trying to advance faster than uh, the world intended, but to uh, kind of soak it in and, and pay owed and um, to those heritages and to the lineage of, of people that came before us and stuff like that. So that's kind of what came about. And I kind of met up with Seals one morning in New Hebrew, Mississippi to, to give him the rundown on it. And we've worked together our whole life. Like we said, we were friends when we were three years old um we've got pictures of him at my third birthday party and you know it's one of those type of friendships and obviously we've worked a lot of odd jobs together from painting gutters to laying sod too many summers in a row um that uh out in Utica Mississippi and you know so there's nobody else I'd you know want to kind of tag team a mission with like that and then with Austin so um but yeah, I mean that—that that was pretty much it. And seals, you can kind of give them the spill on kind of how we went about trying to, you know, figure out how to how to how to do that. Yeah, it was kind. Of, it was kind of. It was kind of, I guess, good time. And um, like you said, we were listening for a turkey one morning, and I could tell your mind was spinning. Yeah. And we got done listening, and we at that time we also still worked for the same company. Um, so we were we were listening before work. Um, and we went over to the deer back to the camp house and he said, I'm gonna we're gonna start a he said, I'm gonna start a company. He said, You in? I was like, yeah. <laughs> but but it, it just so happens my mom just bought a commercial monogram machine. I said, so we, we can give it a shot. And, and I'm not gonna say I didn't have faith, but with us, like he just said, marketing and philosophy, I didn't know how well it would take off. So man, we there was a bunch of long nights. We literally sat in my mom's spare bedroom with our monogram machine, just going to town on hats. And I, I wish I had a number of how many hats that we threw away. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Austin, how many hats did y'all make upside down? I think we actually did. <laughs> Green Legion hat number one was definitely upside down. <laughs> yeah, when you do that monogramming stuff, you got half of Josh's mom's house is embroidery machines, quilting machines, and sewing machines. It's just 
what we do down here in the south in fact my josh just had to move mine off the table today yeah I was, <laughs> she made fried chicken for supper and i said where do you want this sewing machine to go she said back in the hall closet where it came from we have post-it notes everywhere just like first step is flip it upside down <laughs> you know, yeah. everywhere like do not forget this because you, you'll get to go on the news you gotta let it ride and you're like well there goes one mm-hmm. but first you finally figured it out we had tried so many different ways so many different <laughs> sizes so many all that that we would make 10 or 12 hats and be like oh how, well how did we get to this we couldn't do it again though we had to go through the whole mess up process again four hats before we could figure out exactly how to do it being centered and everything else it took a it took a lot of work and a lot of uh hats thrown in the garbage can yeah. or, or passed off to whoever wanted to wear them mm -hmm. it was yeah. a, kind of a uh, it, I mean looking at it now it's crazy how much it's grown just from a you know a 30 minute conversation about mm -hmm. it in New Hebrew Mississippi before work so now, it's, now how long now how long is the spring legion um I know I know how long y'all been doing the podcast but now this this the the branding stuff come along a little bit before the podcast so when did y'all actually start um what year did you start having this brainstorm, you know, at Turkey camp that, Hey, I want to do this. So, so basically when did y'all start from ground zero? That was uh 2019. And then, so um, that season was pretty much year zero when we had like three or four hats that he and I, and that's really it war. We might've sold, you know, a handful during the season. Uh, Cause I mean, we, we didn't really have much help with anything. Like, I mean, I still run the website. We do all the fulfillment. I had to file a trademark, had to fight a lawsuit in French for uh, <laughs> for a trademark little deal going on there to get the trademark and everything. So, like, we've done it all ourselves. I mean, there's nothing we really hired out. Um, now we get this stuff made, you know, and, and shipped to us. Mm -hmm. um, but, we, I mean, I had to figure out how to make a website, how to get a domain, how to link all this stuff with social, how to do all that, um, and then how to optimize everything. So um, that was one thing, and that had a lot to do with kind of the route we took was to making sure that we put the right foundation there. And, you know, a lot of that was just, uh, 2019, it, you know, we, the last thing we wanted to do was, you know, market this, uh, a brand and it'd be, you know, you could tell we had no idea what we were doing or not have the stuff that we wish we would have had, um, which um, did definitely did happen. Um, uh, I think the first hat was actually my own. We sold it to a buddy who had no idea it was us. And I wanted that on purpose because for a lot of the 2019 season, um, it was pretty incognito. Nobody knew it was Seals or I were affiliated with it, so we could get honest reactions to different apparel. So, um, so if somebody you know would comment on a shirt or a hat or something like that, a different design, because we could make them one by one using that machine. Um, we we'd have like these mental notes of like, all right, this this is you know catching people's eye and like never make this one again. People were asking, what does that even mean? I don't know what that is, and they kill a lot of turkeys, so they don't even know what that means. Nobody else is probably gonna know what that means. <laughs> So, um, but no, it's, it's funny looking back through pictures and stuff like, man, we really did think that was a good idea. And now I see why nobody wanted that one, but, um, but no, so 2020 was really our first year and that's obviously an odd year to do it. Um, you know, we couldn't go to the convention or anything like that. Couldn't go to any trade shows. Um, and like Seal said, we were working for the same company and we did not get off of work like everybody else did. Mm -hmm. So we still had to do daytime jobs and if nothing else amped up a little more. Um, so that on top of everything, trying to, trying to just kind of roll with any punches that were thrown there, like I said, with trademark stuff and all kinds of things. And um, 
and then yeah, the the podcast came around. Uh, I think it was November 2020, so we had that was still year one ish, mm-hmm. and then um the last year would have been year two, and we're coming up on season season number two, year number three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, it's funny. I was looking at uh, how many episodes y'all got out and uh, we're right there pretty close to each other. We started uh, August. Uh, yeah. First of September of 2020. Last mm-hmm. of August, first of September 2020. And we've got uh, about 50 episodes out. We took a hiatus a little bit. We had to last year where she was working uh, in Ohio and mm-hmm. she was going away from home all the time. But anyways, Nevertheless, I tell you, the way you guys are doing this, um, you'll look back in in 10 or 15 years and you can appreciate it a lot more because you started from nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard the story, you know, you started, you know, you bought one or two hats at a time, you know, because that's all you'd afford using, you know, is a beat up trailer and a spare room or mm-hmm. in, a, in a room. I mean, you guys literally, you didn't have no, nobody say, hey, here, I'm backing you and throw all this money at you. You didn't have all these people say, hey, I'm going to build your website. Y'all done it from ground zero, mm-hmm. everything. I can respect that. And, and, and like I said, in 10, 15 years, you look back and you'll say, man, we done it. And that was, you know, that was starting basically from scratch. Oh yeah. And that's the funny thing. We looked, uh, coach Strickland, he actually sent a text to Logan uh, cook, our buddy who mm-hmm. had interviewed him on one of our podcasts at the convention and let him know that our podcast was like number six in iTunes at the weekend. I'm thinking we were like shooting for like, 200 or something you know we mm-hmm. had we, our first podcast was with like a, a 20 dollar little go mic usb thing that we had to like go through and delete a bunch of like pictures and stuff from like high school football or something so we'd have enough storage to even record a 30 minute episode um so i mean all anything above you know one listen and one hat is, is just icing on the cake is, and, and we showed up to the convention this year and we had a u-haul trailer everybody else has got their like name brands yep. all over we're like no we're still like some rednecks from Mississippi. That, like we, we still don't have that uh, investment <laughs> money. So uh, we're going to make the most of this 68 bucks a day. And, um, and hope we, we don't have much to bring back home. Luckily we didn't, and, you know, just kind of wheeling and dealing that way. And it's, I think 15 years now, obviously we'll look back and think, my gosh, you know, we'll definitely appreciate it a lot more. I think other folks who come from the same blue collar mentality also appreciate it. Um, but even if they didn't, I don't think that was going to make us any more financially, you know, uh blessed so uh yeah. at the same time nothing was going to change either way but um but yes yeah, it makes it uh makes it a little uh funner down the road so now so now does it is it make it a little bit more difficult that you're living in georgia and austin's living in mississippi or does technology not just just evaporate that barrier and it's just just keep rolling it makes it it makes it a little tougher because i mean there was we i, I guess a couple of nights a week i was coming up there uh, I mean, I'd put kids down at eight o'clock and come up there. We'd we'd be in, in Hunter's office till two or three o'clock in the morning. I don't get. The, I guess the hardest part is just to communicate the the planning. I guess mm-hmm. kind of a business meeting, if you want to call it that, of just just discussing different stuff. Because yeah, you can you can uh, you can do it over the phone. But we just had that, uh, especially every Thursday night. We had that time that we knew we were going up there. I was gonna be at Hunter's about eight thirty nine o'clock, and we were gonna sit down and figure everything out and go from there. But now, so with, with Hunter and I both selling real estate to Hunter and Georgia about to have twins. I got two kids at home. It's, it's hard to find time just to be on the phone when you don't have that time already set aside that, you know, you're going to do. So it's, that's been a little more difficult, but it's, uh, it's all working out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, uh, 
I, I wish y'all the total best on your branding and, uh, it's, um, it's, it's sweet. And I noticed <laughs> we were at the convention, you know, uh, Thursday morning, I don't know, bright and early. And, and I'd talked to Hunter just as talked to Hunter, the first person I talked to, I think it was when I walked in the building, I walked up there and, and we didn't have a podcast booth. Uh, Pete, I had, uh, I was a little late, missed the boat on that one, but, uh, we didn't spend, but about three or four hours the whole weekend out on the floor. We were back, you know, we had a little podcast room. Well, it was a, actually a big room up the hallway up there in one of the Ryman studios. But, um, but I did, you know, every time I'd walk by the spring Legion booth, I always, there's always people there. So y'all have a great following, uh, already. Uh, and you know, that's what it takes, uh, you know, to sell merchandise and to get your name out there and get your brand going. You, you know, your following is I'm sure it's probably doubled or tripled in just the past year. Oh um, yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. And so, and, and we wish you the best on the branding and, and we hope that, you know, we hope it takes off for you. And, you know, not only do y'all, you know, you're branding the spring legion name, but both y'all are diehard turkey hunters just born and raised in the woods. Um, that's the main thing, you know, we're all turkey hunters here and Leslie and I was just talking about it. No matter where you go, you know, across the country, when you meet another hunter, it's just like, you can start talking to people and it's like, you knew them forever. Cause you got the same thing in common, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you can, you, you talk to another guy and you start, you know, you just walk in, her and I met some people in Oregon, Bend, Oregon, as a matter of fact, we were out there in the farm and ranch store. Yeah. It's like a tractor supply. And we ran into this lady and this guy and started talking. And of course we were together. So it was a couple talking to a couple and you know, we're, we love to bird hunt. We travel all over the country. We got bird dogs. We love to bird hunt and uh, just like we do Turkey and, and, and ducks. But, uh, we were out there and just, I don't know how the conversation got. I don't, oh, I do. We had a dog. So the whole reason why we were oh, yeah, out there yeah. was we were getting Amos, our uh, German wire hair. And so we had him with us in the store and they saw him and then they came over and they're like, Hey, you know, we have German, they have, they got short hair. They, don't, they, don't, they don't have a wire They have hair. a wire hair now. They just got yeah, a wire hair puppy. Yeah. So anyway, it was a dog thing. And um, so then they just started talking. And before we knew it, we'd been standing there talking for I don't know how long. And they had invited us to come out. And I mean, we made friends out of them. And they are constantly asking us. Yeah. To come. Yeah. To come out and, you know, bird hunt. So it's, it's, it's a hunter thing. You know, it's it, especially turkey hunters. You know, turkey hunters are, are one of a kind. You know, I like to her and I love to bird hunt. We love to duck hunt, but turkey hunters is a different breed. Y'all know that we're older than y'all. So we've got a grandbaby. He's almost two and he's already hooting for us. <laughs> yeah. He's a, yeah. He's already in bed right now or we'd let him hoot for you. He's, uh, <laughs> he, he, he's, he heard me trying to teach her how to hoot actually. And the next thing I know, his name's Lennox. Next thing I know, Lennox, he's about this tall he's two years he's not even two years old yet and he got up on the couch he said whoo 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 and, <laughs> and i, I said mean, he stuck his neck out yeah he stuck his neck out and, and everything he was like going at it but he watches all the youtube videos we watch and he listens yeah he's seen about ten thousand episodes of dave owens uh, oh yeah yeah he's destined to be another turkey hunter but so uh, so but i was gonna ask you guys so when you first started this uh did you, were you just, were you like super serious or was it like kind of messing around? Because with us, when we first started our podcast, I 
maybe Josh was super serious, but I was just kind of goofing off. I was just like, whatever. And like, just, but that's kind of who I am. I mean, were you guys like very, like, did you plan it and like have everything lined out and you were just like, had a plan of success or, or was it just kind of like, let's do this and see what happens? Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we winged it, but like at the same time, we knew it, it had to, it had to work because of the message behind it. Because if not, I feel like, you know, kids, uh, you know, Lennox's age or Cason's age or, uh, my twins age when they get older, when, you know, like you just said, like, watches a million YouTube videos, you know, I think there's going to be a big uh, influx in that. People are going to learn from YouTube and, and they're going to learn what they're interested in. And um, there's a lot of folks out there that are learning right now. They're in their twenties that just hadn't been turkey hunting before. And they're, so they're learning whatever they see on, online and, and what usually um, is kind of, you know, put in front of people's faces the most is whatever it's the most uh, eye catching. And that's not necessarily to sit, you know, sit by a tree and yelp one in, um, and, and th- nobody types in somebody missing a turkey on YouTube or somebody going home empty handed because people don't want to watch that. They want to see people, you know, killing them at all costs and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people were being expedited into that phase of turkey hunting where you just want to kill them so you can take the picture and you just want to, you know, let people know you, you kill one. Um, and, you know, and we wanted to make sure we kind of, you know, harped on the other things and, and the kind of depreciation behind spring woods in general, as much as turkey hunting. So in the back of our minds, um, you know, to kind of protect turkey hunting as we know it to be, um, there was a little bit of a motivation behind that. So, I mean, it wasn't an if, it was like how we're going to make this work for a lot of the, even the beginning phases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's really cool. And I agree with you a hundred percent on, you know, why that had to happen. And, and I love that you guys did what you did because, um, especially where we live and it sounds like you guys are from a pretty rural area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we are too, Josh and I are both from really small towns that don't really have people will say, well, there's not enough for the youth to do here. And that drives me crazy <laughs> because like, you know, there's a ton to do here. I mean, we live near lakes, creeks, rivers, we have mountains all around us. I mean, there's so much here. Um, but the problem is, is that we have failed, like, it seems like almost an entire generation somehow. And because of, I think, I think my personal opinion is it's like technology that kind of stole them away from it there for a minute, but I think they're coming back to it. And Mm. uh, so I had someone make a comment the other day that, you know, that was the problem around here was we need more bowling alleys and we need more skating rinks. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, so you can drop your kid off and then like not see them, like take them out there, you know, like put a rod and reel in their hand, you know, like take them out to the turkey woods and, uh, you know, those kinds of things. And get them excited about it and show them what they do have here. And you're going to get, they're going to get so much more out of life than they are from a roller rink or bowling alley. I mean, and when I was growing up, we always said we were going to the bowling alley, but we weren't even going to the bowling alley. So <laughs> it's actually just an excuse, right? So, you know, you tell your mom you're going to the woods at night. She knows, well, no, you're not, but either way. Anyway, so I, I think it's awesome what you're doing. And I think it's, it's something that people need to like jump on board with everywhere, especially in rural America where, you know, you want to see youth really understand what's around them and the opportunities that are around them. Because I mean, like I, I just 
to me, I just kind of turned my nose up to a lot of things that I didn't, and I became an adult and I was like, why didn't I do that? Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. why I didn't do that. And so then I, I just started doing it all. And, you know, if it wasn't for podcasts and YouTube and the connections I've made and the friends I've made, there were so many opportunities that as an adult, I would have missed out on. And, and so to be able to put that information out there and people not be so intimidated by the thought of it and everything is pretty cool. Yeah. So I've listened to a ton of y'all's podcasts. I've listened to, well, I'm a podcast junkie. I've listened to every Mossy Oak gamekeeper. I've listened to every fistful of dirt, the primo speak. I've listened to every Upland podcast. I've listened to them all. I've, I've heard y'all on a few podcasts. Like I said, I've heard a ton of your podcast and I have got a dog barking here. Somebody's trying to get in my house. Um, I don't edit nothing. So this will be on the podcast. Um, is there any YouTube videos coming from the spring Legion guys? Uh, not right now. Not really. Um, that's uh that's the next step. And that's kind of one of those things like we're trying to fill a need and that might not be, I think, uh, anything that we're necessarily preaching. We had Dave on there the other day and I was talking with him and people, you know, they try to, I, I'm, I am a writer. So it's kind of, I write instead of film. Um, so that's a little bit to it, but a lot of it, I was, I mean, I was just complimenting Dave's way of going about it. Like you said, uh, Linux watching him. I said, nothing that I could really say and show is not already being shown by Dave right now. You know, there's a couple, mm-hmm. there's a handful out there that are putting that message out there. Um, you know, so we just, we're just, uh, it's just fuel to the, the, the same fire. We're all kind of in the same boat trying to, you know, make it sure. Now, I promise nobody's doing this because they want to, like, you know, beat the other one or sell more oh, yeah. merchandise or get more views or likes or, more, you know, more opportunity that way. They're doing it because there's a pretty common goal of making sure that that, that opportunity of, of seeing how we get we go about things and stuff like that is there for, for all to either accept or, you know, reject. And I think a lot more, uh, regardless of their kind of age or experience level, are, are starting to accept it because it is, I mean – I mean, we're definitely partial to it, but we would much rather, you know, go home empty handed after a long, hard hunt and, you know, kind of, you know, reflect on a bunch of those memories than, you know, kill one 50 yards from the truck. And, you know, there's, there's just not that opportunity for memories there. And as, I mean, you know, we, our friendship's pretty serious. It was not. And then there's several others that are in our little group and we, you know, we, we didn't have a skating ring. We didn't, we didn't have a stoplight, you know, so we just mm-hmm. had dirt and, Luckily, uh, Seals is, Seals, uh, his grandparents had a sod farm, so we had just like pastures of grass, and that was like our dream. You know, like, we just go ride around and like, you know, shoot armadillos or something like that for like hours, <laughs> and that was like we look forward to that way more than like going somewhere. Um, so just uh, yeah, just kind of you know providing way, and there was a and there was uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now that uh, is kind of hot topic ish on, you know, where, where's the line get crossed when it comes to ethics and when it comes to uh, fairness and stuff like that. And, you know, I think we, uh, uh, we, we would lose all validity in our opinion if we weren't also providing something to kind of combat anything that we disagreed with. So to make sure that we at least retain that valid uh, validity and saying that we, we think people should go about it this, you know, this way of kind of, or not necessarily should go about it, but the way that we enjoy going about it um and this is why we don't do it this way or this is why we do do it this way um if you don't have something to kind of counter anything that you might not agree with you know i think you lose a lot of validity there 
You know, yeah, we just talked about, you know, not competing, you know, with each other. You know, the, my podcast has, or our podcast, I don't know why I said mine, our podcast grows at a kind of a steady rate. But anytime we are on somebody else's podcast, Mm-hmm. we pick up their listeners and numbers just skyrocket, mm-hmm. you know, just like tonight, you know, people's going to hear spring Legion podcast, you know, you know, mm-hmm. we've got about, about 18 to 20,000 listeners. I, We're probably not going to help you very much. Yeah, we might not. <laughs> there, there, but there will be a lot. Of, I, I promise yeah. you, there will be a lot of upland guys. Yeah, a lot that of upland is hunters. actually true, I guess. Yep. A lot of upland hunters that like to yeah. turkey hunt that might not have ever heard of spring mm-hmm. Legion. And I'm telling you, and when you said not competing with each other, you know, that's the reason I like to have a lot of different podcast guests on is because I help their podcast grow. You know, when yep. we're on other podcasts, it helps us grow. And, you well, know, and it gets the message that we're all trying to bring to the table out to a larger number of people. You know, I mean, the, because honestly, um, in the hunting community, no matter what your passion animal is, whatever it is that you're, you know, you, you focus on all your hunts on or whatever, you know, we all kind of have the same mentality, I believe. And so, um, I think it's neat to have, um, different people with different focuses talking to one another, because like, I don't know, it's, it's, to me, it's best to get the most point of views out to the most amount of people Yeah, because we're in a, we're in a very contentious time. I mean, as in our area right now, there's crazy stuff going on. People not understanding land management and big projects happening that, you know, are exciting um, in terms of improving wildlife habitat that people that don't know any better are trying to fight against. And, and we, for a moment, had hunters disagreeing with hunters over habitat projects. And that is absolutely not something that is productive and so for that reason i think to get other hunters you know even if you're just the hardcore deer hunter to understand like turkey to understand their habitat to understand upland bird habitat to understand the quail and how it all kind of benefits from a lot of these projects and there's no you know it's not to the detriment of another species because then if we can all talk about it then there's not a, a reason to really argue about it. Yeah. So, so let's, let's, let's move forward. I want to know what seals and, and farrier, what their season looks like this year. I know it's Mississippi opened yesterday. We're doing this the 16th of March, Mississippi opened yesterday. And I knew yesterday was going to be a rain out just looking at Dopper for y'all and talking to seals earlier Dan. he said, I asked him if he went today, he said, no, it's rained out today. So what does y'all season look like the rest of the season? Where are you kicking? I know you're not going to get to kick it off in Mississippi. Of course you're in Georgia now, Hunter, but, uh, where are y'all kicking season off and what's your plans for this year? Well, I'll leave, uh, I'll leave tomorrow going, well, we, Hunter and I leave tomorrow going to Florida. He's coming obviously from Georgia and then, We'll come back, uh, I guess, middle of next week. And then the next weekend, we'll be in Alabama with some of our buddies um, buddies up there. And then the rest of the season for me, I'm going to try to get to Tennessee <clears throat> maybe for a long weekend. But the rest of mine will be here in Mississippi. The rest of hunters will probably be in the nursery. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a couple polts on the way. Yeah. Well, Austin, if you're moving, if you're coming to Tennessee for a weekend, buddy, you're you're welcome to come up here and jump in the woods with us. Absolutely. Uh, Hunter, uh, you, are you going to uh, agree with the nursery the rest of the season? Or are you going to try to hunt local? Are you going to try to hunt that Penhody Trail? You know, you're you're not far from the Penhody Trail. Yeah. There's a there's a couple I found up here. I'm thinking I don't know right, now which one of these is the 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 trail that started all this uh, shindig I keep hearing about. But um, no, I think um, like you said, we'll go to Florida. Um, we'll be down there with uh, uh, Pete uh, NWTF and Nathaniel Maddox, who who does some outstanding uh, film work, and uh, honored to be part of their uh, turkey call. You know, a little series. They're going to do a little spill on that. So going to hunt some Osceolas, which is kind of how we kicked off last year for Seals and I, both first Osceola. And then, uh, and then we'll be in Alabama. And uh, we're actually kind of taking part in uh, an, another, another series, a film series. Our, our buddy Jay, who, who lives outside of Nashville, who I got to hunt with him a little bit last year, a really cool dude. Um, also has like an apparel brand that, you know, we both support each other. And, um, but he, he's a pretty pretty good with the camera himself so uh he's got a really cool i'm not going to spill it yet i don't know when it's it's out there but i don't know kind of i want to make sure i got all the details right but it's really cool um and just it involves a lot of turkey hunters that folks are gonna you know recognize the name a lot of musicians that they're gonna recognize the name and uh pawn shop shotgun so we'll leave it at that until the rest is out there but it's really cool i've got to hear about it and then, um, and Georgia is going to be a new state for me. So I'm looking forward to that. It's kind of, you know, this is all new terrain compared to Mississippi. Um, um, last year was a lot different, obviously. Um, I, I went everywhere from Virginia to Kansas, Nebraska, all that jazz and down through Tennessee and Florida and Mississippi. And we swung through Alabama a time or two. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to just being on this side. You know, I've never hunted either of the Carolinas and, um, you know, I'll, I'll take a two Georgia birds and, that's about it, and then whatever the uh, the twins uh, allow. Yeah, that yeah, that's uh, you got to have your priorities straight. You're a family man, and fixing mm-hmm. to be a dad, and so yeah, it'll it'll come around. But uh, I I don't know. We're gonna kick our season off, like I said, in, in Mississippi and in here in Tennessee, and I don't know where we'll end up from there. But uh, it's um, no matter where we end up, we'll all be doing what we love and. Seals cut out on us there for a second. He's back now. I thought he had fell off the wagon there. Can you hear us, Seals? Yeah, I'm good. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I about fell out of my chair looking for you, though. Before we go any further, I'm going to ask you what everybody asks everybody on a turkey hunting podcast. Austin, what's in your vest? Oh, man. Uh, Hunter's probably – yeah, Hunter's grinning because he knows a lot. Oh, I just went. I just went through it today. I got a uh, Lynch's full. I uh, recently added this year Rolling Thunder glass call. Um, keep my mask, my gloves, turkey tote, one hundred percent DEET, thermosel, vanilla. I keep my mouth calls in there until I get out in the woods. Um, a crow call. I keep my shells and a wing feather. I think that's about it. Uh, and I keep for just sentimental reasons. My uh, for my granddad, well, when my granddad passed, I was cleaning out. And I got got uh, two of his old turkey shells. It's Federal Premium two and three quarter inch number six shot. 
and I keep two of the, I keep those two in my vest at all times, just for sentimental reasons. But that's about it. And and on the mask and gloves, I always keep a pair, but I keep a backup pair. Um, I keep a backup of just about everything. Mm-hmm. I got one up with an exception of a box call. I've got two of. <laughs> what kind of vest do you use, Austin? I use the uh, the Mazio strap vest. Okay. Okay. Hunter Farrier, what kind of vest you got, buddy? That is confidential information. <laughs> there ain't but a few of them, and I don't want anybody going to get them. <laughs> I had to edit that. We had a, we did a podcast with Gary and a Logan, and Gary said it. He asked me to say that. Said I said, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an ounce, and you can – I'll say that. You can go look find them one. There's not many of them, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's on purpose. I got it like $30 at an NWTF convention, and it's, I love it. Um, if I ever find more, I'm buying them. It's real small, um, and that's it's just hard to find a real small vest like that. Um, I'm pretty pretty minimal on the stuff that actually like is being used in turkey hunting, but uh, big on superstition. So I got a bunch of superstitious stuff left and right, and um, so I gotta have like certain pockets for it and stuff like that. Um, but not nah, I keep a keep things pretty vanilla in there. I, I got like a mouth call pouch. It's got probably three mouth calls in there a lot of times it's the same same cut of mouth call sometimes I'll, I'll switch it up but you know once i kind of find a group i roll with it and um i use a, i call all pot calls a slate call i, I mean i don't if not until recently that i realized people don't call you know glass call or aluminum stuff they don't call them slate calls they only call them slate ones slate calls but um no i've got that one i use that probably 90 percent of the time i love it i've used the same kind since i was a kid and um and it's just you know it's just kind of my go-to and i i think that's just you grow up with the same thing um you use it over and over and over again you know you wind up kind of just feeling it out and they're all a little different and um that and uh some 100 deep and got a got a sometimes usually i got my gloves and face mask in there I, i did pretty good last year keeping up with those uh keep like two strikers i don't you know i have different strikers and different I got a box call, a slate call, and usually a mouth call. Might have a few different ones of the same one. Um, now I got a turkey wing in there. I use that a pretty good bit. Um, some clippers, water bottle, and um, yeah, I got like a, a few superstitious things, like a a beard cap from like five years ago, probably in, uh, in <laughs> West Texas. Uh, wound up being lucky from uh, my dad and my brothers were out in West Texas at a place in Quanta, Texas. Um, got like a cadet hat from my grandpa's shop that I got a few years ago, and uh, a few more things just uh, here and there. I have to look through it to find, figure out what they are, but until their luck really expires, I kind of keep them in there. And a lot of them weren't put in there for the sentimental use, it was more of like I happened to have it with me and it wound up being a good day, so they're not gonna. I mean, it's just going to be process of elimination there on out. <laughs> Lord so, Hunter, by the time you're 50 years old, your vest going to weigh 100 pounds, buddy. I hope. That means I had a lot of luck. I hope it ain't, you know, <laughs> real lightweight. It means I've just gotten rid of everything and nothing seems to accumulate anymore. But um, but that's it. And I keep a few – I keep vanilla for gnats. I keep a thing of biotene in there. It's a dry mouth spray because uh, I, I take a water bottle. But that's like for dehydration use. So if, I, if I'm, you know, taking a – two hour hike to get a gobbler, you know, gobble at 70 yards and I got cotton mouth, 
you know, instead of trying to fumble with a water bottle or something like that, I can spray that in there once or twice. And that's what it's made for, not necessarily mm-hmm. for turkey hunting, but it's made to, you know, cure that. And uh, that's about it. Keep a lot of like energy uh, packets and stuff like that. And granola bars here and there. That's what I live off of spring is peanut butter and granola bars and great value energy packs and water. So, <laughs> there you go. So, so I'm going to ask, ask both of you this question decoys or no decoys hunter uh i'm a no decoyer austin i'm a no decoyer myself we're no decoyers no decoys ourselves. also blind or no blind hunter no blind austin no blind no blind there you go i think i'm about i think i'm about to have to use one for a year or two because i've got my three-year-old when i was putting my vest packing everything up last night he was go he threw down because he didn't have a vest that fit him so when he mm-hmm. i'm gonna try to take some next year and i may i with a he'll be four then and uh unless he learns how to be a little more still and quiet i'm gonna have to have something to between yeah you'll you'll definitely be a blind guy at See, least when i'm a minimalist because and not and for all the wrong reasons so i don't i don't need a blind and i don't need decoys because I don't need to have to carry that crap up and over mountain after mountain that Josh is going to drag me around on. So now that we take a camera with us, it's just. Well, I'm telling you, I, I, I use a running gun, a uh, night in hell running gun vest. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I, I'm a minimalist. I've in my vest, I've got a pot call, which is a glass. I've got two different strikers. I got a carbon and a wood striker. I have, of course, I've got a, plastic have you ever heard of hawking the dip hawking oh yeah okay well they make the best diaphragm because they're the hard plastic yeah i got the old hawking can can with about three diaphragms in it with just a little bit of mouthwash in there just keep them from drying out on me and i have got a wing bone i am a wing bone purist um and that's all the calls i got i got a wing bone two or three di- three diaphragms i think it is and and that um and that's slate or it's a glass, but, uh, now I've got a, I've got a, I ain't supposed to, this is between you and Austin and Leslie, and I, everybody that listens to this podcast. <laughs> oh, well, I've, <laughs> I've got a peacock call. There you go. Dude, I'm telling you, if you can't make them gobble, you blast on that peacock and my cousin, my cousin, has there's a, a story behind this out in middle Tennessee. And uh, her husband took us out, and we two were years gonna, ago. Yeah, two years ago, mm-hmm. and during COVID, we went out there, and we were going to go. They have turkeys everywhere, and so Josh wanted to let's go out and locate. Let's let's see what we can find. So we went out there, and he was trying everything, and nothing, no goblin, no goblin. And Aaron's just my cousin's husband. Aaron's just looking at him, watching him. He's like, "Now watch this." And he reaches and pulls that uh, that call out, that um, peacock, call. peacock call, 
and blew on it hard. And I mean, <laughs> they just it seems like up. they just lit up. And I was like, and Josh immediately, I swear within like, 30 Oh, I had one seconds, on Amazon. I was on Amazon. on Amazon. Yeah. I was on Amazon and had one ordered in less than a minute. But and it's a half. like, you've not really used it anywhere. Else. Well, I've no, I've not. Well, I have used it once or twice, but, but I've just really. not had a problem getting birds to no. gobble. But I'm telling you, man, I'd never heard one. I've I've seen them for sale. You know, Primo's made a peacock call for 30 mm-hmm. years, and I have never owned one. And and Aaron pulled that son of a gun out, and I'm we. It was like three o'clock in the middle of the day. Maybe no, it was about four thirty. They were fixing to go yeah. up on roost when normally, you know, turkeys don't gobble a lot late in the evening unless you're there hitting them good. You know, and it's hard to kind of locate. Eh, I'm not going to say it's hard to locate one, but it's easier to locate one in the morning than it is four or five o'clock in the evening. Uh, middle of the day is my favorite time, but anyways, I, I was, I was, I just, I had cut this pop, 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 just done everything, you know. And I was like, dude, they just ain't no turkeys here right now. They must. And he was like, I don't know. He said, watch this. And he jerked that darn peacock call out one time. And then things just, just everywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh. And he grinned. He said, don't tell nobody about that. I and said, okay, I won't. Well, I'm just telling Hunter and, and Austin. He don't care anyway. <laughs> so, but yeah, hey, I'm, works. I'm, I'm a super menless. I, I like that running gun. Cause dude, when you're carrying in GoPros, when you're carrying in a camcorder and a tripod, I mean, and a gun normally I've even backing her up with a gun and it seems like I'm always carrying a camera and she's always doing shooting, but yeah, really, that's, hey. that's a different story. <laughs> I, I told her, I told her the other day, I said, listen, I said, you're going to have to learn how to run this video camera. I said, if we're going to sit in the living room, you just video me on the couch, zoom in and out, learn how to run this thing. I said, uh, we're going to take turns this year. I, I let her just put a hurt on them last year and sit back and watch, but she, I'm she, okay with not knowing how to run. Yes. Yeah, she had never turkey hunted until two years ago. And her and I've only been married two years and, uh, she was always a big game hunter out West elk, you know, antelope, mule deer and all this stuff. And then she comes out here and she's like, God, what's your obsession with all this bird hunting and turkey hunting? And, and now turkey's my favorite. And now I, turkey's hurt. Yeah. Hands down. And turkey's I, I took her to middle Tennessee out, to, um, turkey hunting two years ago. I was out on her cousin's farm. So I take, I took her out first time she ever went turkey hunting two years ago and she got spoiled the first day she went turkey hunting. You know how, What's your favorite range to shoot a turkey at? 30 yards. Yeah. 30 yards. 30 yards. She had one about 12 yards of her. And I can't. No, nobody. I mean, those are the hardest birds to hit. I'd rather shoot at one at 50 as I would 12 yards. I was also shooting a youth model gun. She was shooting a youth model 1187 compact 20 gauge. It's now my turkey gun. I just, oh yeah, I had it Cerakoted and got a little burst fast fire on it. Anyways. Um, so I had her sitting there and sure enough, those turkeys come in, we were sitting there and her cousin was with us and they come in like 12 yards and I said, shoot it. And she shoots and she misses it. And I, we thought she hit it, but she, anyway, she didn't hit it. And so we went back the next week, we went back the next week and she killed her first bird. And ever since then, I mean, she's just been eat up with turkey hunting, you know, that's, that's her thing. I like the talking. You yeah, know, most that's my favorite part of it is the talking. Um, it, for somebody who I, you know, I never really growing up in East Tennessee, I didn't really get into deer hunting because there was nothing really appealing to me about mm-hmm. sitting in a deer stand, you know. 
and then going out West where you don't do it that way. Um, it was, it, it, I loved it, you know, cause I can't, I don't want to sit still too long and I want, I need some interaction at least mm-hmm. or something, you know? And so for me, turkey hunting is just like perfect because it is totally okay if I don't kill anything. Um, To me, the worst day is just not hearing anything, you know? And so, um, so, I mean, and we go out, I mean, we were talking about going out in the morning. Yeah, we're going to go out in the morning, listen. It's just my favorite part. The talking is my favorite part. Um, Before we get any further in this podcast, of course, we're going to wrap it up here in about just a few minutes um we've got a giveaway we've got a patron giveaway um we given away our sponsors giving away a sport dog 425x uh remote uh, e-collar system and this is for patrons only and we have a winner picked we promised to do this this episode and so i think maybe our guest hunter farrier do you know anything about this winner you know what his name is hunter i sure do the uh, the winner is Brian Kenny. Brian Kenny, Brian Kenny. If if I know you're going to listen to this podcast, you're a patron. I hope you listen to all of them. But we want to thank you first of all for being a patron and helping the podcast out, and we want to congratulate you on your 425x from Sport Dog, Sport Dog Electronics. Um, okay, we got the uh, we got the drawing. Before we get off here, Hunter. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to let you talk a little bit about the Ballad of a Turkey Hunter. Hunter wrote a book. It's called The Ballad of a Turkey Hunter. And I, I don't even gonna say nothing. I'm just gonna let Hunter talk a little bit about your book, Hunter. Yeah, it uh, it kind of stems off the same um, kind of inspiration that was uh, kind of motivating Spring Legion as a brand. Um, it really actually wrote it uh, in 2020 in a two week quarantine. Um, just something I thought I'd give it a shot and um, it wound up kind of lo and behold became an Amazon bestseller and kind of the rest was history after that. But kind of the, there was no real narrative to it. I wanted to, you know, highlight a few moments in my life and make sure that there was something out there to kind of, for the most part, just make sure that the, the, the fire that kind of connects turkey hunters to literature didn't die all the way from, you know, Gene Nunner to Tom Kelly, uh, you know, Doc Weddle and, you know, folks like that um, wanted to make sure that that was, you know, that didn't, that smoke didn't kind of go out um, with our generation, with the new uh, technology and everything and everything being uh, kind of on demand um, just to, uh, if nothing else to, to maybe put a little stepping stone there to hopefully some more writers will get into it and, and kind of keep that tradition alive. But I wanted to uh, kind of highlight on a few things that I thought were important in turkey hunting and a few uh, stories that have happened along the way and anything from, there's a whole chapter on woodsmanship um, and kind of breaking it down um, to, uh, I mean, little things all the way down to um, how there's a whole chapter or at least half a chapter on uh, how to uh, read a squirrel bark to point your uh, gun barrel in the right direction. Mm-hmm. All the, you know, little things like that that I picked from along the way and a lot of stuff that I've done wrong that, uh, that I don't advise anybody to do a couple uh, and opportunity situations that have happened throughout uh, the young adult stage that uh, that somehow pertain to turkey hunting in some form or fashion, um, from a first turkey to a, and, and really just the one that starts it off is the the beginning chapter, which is not subject to change, which has kind of been the rhetoric around Spring Legion, which is the uh, kind of keeping things the way they are, um, that, that, the way that they have always been, 
and kind of making sure that those kind of continue on for generations to come and just uh, mentally illustrating that uh, turkey hunter mindset that we kind of talk about and those who get it, get it. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's, uh, it's been great. And I, and I'll go ahead and throw in this. I know why his vest weighs 15 pounds. Cause there's a whole chapter on superstitions in there too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, do, Hey guys, it's been, I've, I wish we could talk for hours. I can talk just Turkey hunting for hours, but oh, yeah. uh, when we do these podcasts, I kind of just want to let everybody tell, you know, who they are, where they're from and, and what they do and how they do it. But, uh, it's, it's like I said, it's been, a, it's been a great time having you on here. Uh, Hunter, you got anything you want to add before we wrap the podcast up? Not much, man. I really appreciate you having us on. Um, anything y'all need to, uh, to find further can be found at springlegion.com. All the apparel, the uh, ballad of a turkey hunter. We've got paperbacks, hardcovers, um, and then collector's copies. All three are, are signed if you get them at springlegion.com. Find us on all the socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, Snapchat, everything's at Spring Legion. So we've got a lot of content coming. Um, we'll be documenting as much as we can just, you know, through Instagram stories and, and Snapchat and TikTok and stuff like that. Um, trying to bring this old school rhetoric to a new school way of life, you know, using uh, modern day stuff to, uh, to make sure that that's provided for, for folks of all generations of all experience levels. So I'll be down there with SEALs. Uh, we'll be meeting up for the first time in a while, probably since the convention. I hadn't seen him since the convention. So I'll be with him this weekend in Florida. We'll be going out for some Osceolas. And um, then after that, we'll be with our buddies, uh, Gary, and some new buddies uh, in the music industry in Alabama. Going to be doing some some fun times there. We'll be going to keep up with us, follow us on any of those social medias. And then we got discounts and stuff like that. Got a lot of folks like that. And we also have a podcast, the Spring Legion podcast. So we got uh, guests on here just like this. So some, some we learn from, some we, we try to, you know, just get stories from, and, and some we just sit there and pick the brain uh, as much as possible. So uh, anything can be, just be found at springlegion.com. I'll take you everywhere. So, so Seals, uh, so do you hold the camera and play the music for the TikTok videos or does, <laughs> or, and Hunter dances or do you do the dancing? I don't do the dancing and I'm, I'm probably not going to be doing much of the uh, holding the camera. I get to fuss at a lot for my quality and the, the quality of the picture or video. So, but, so is, is, is hunting, is hunting with Hunter. I, I heard you say on a podcast, and I don't remember which one it was, but I laughed. He's like, uh, I, I heard Austin say, you know, hunting with hunters kind of like hunting with your dad. He's all the time telling you to shut up. And everything. <laughs> He's like, I feel like I'm hunting with my dad, but I, hunt with him. Okay. I can, I can relate. Yeah, you'll be you'll be standing still, not you hardly breathing. Stop walking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Walked in five minutes. So it's, it's almost like a not even he needs to tell you. It just pops in his head. <laughs> Stop moving. That is you. That is how you are. Two at. Every other person that knows him that hunts with us says the same thing. I find myself doing the same thing. He's, I'd be sitting there listening. It's all hand signals and like telling you to get down and hush and you're like what am i even doing like I'm i found myself sitting there listening for turkey gobble i'll call or something and i listen and she'll just do something like just move her arm to just her mm-hmm. gun on her shoulder or something i'll be like Shh, listen listen and she's like well, i didn't <laughs> so, yeah it's, uh, it's same way but hey listen guys it's been uh, a killer time having y'all on here and we'll definitely I really get... appreciate your message too yes that. yes yes yeah, that's that's the whole thing behind Spring Legion, and we respect and appreciate that a ton. Um, but yes, it's been great having you guys on here, and 
and we'll definitely have to hook up. Um, it's about five and a half to that's probably about six, six and a half hours from, from me to Austin and, uh, Hunter, we're just about two yeah. and a half hours apart. So mm -hmm. uh, if any weekend y'all want to drive up this year, we've got plenty of turkeys, plenty of land. Uh, there's public land everywhere. We've got a little private, but we'll definitely have to get together and, and try to make it happen. And we might even put it out on YouTube. I'm, yeah, the thing the thing about it is, is just just like dave owens you know i've got a bunch of stuff i want to put out now from last year it takes mm -hmm. so long to edit that stuff but that but anyways yeah, yeah we will we got changes coming yeah we got changes coming i think that's a song in it well listen guys <laughs> hey it's good having y'all and until the next time i hope everybody enjoys yeah, this congratulations podcast. on the the two babies on the way and oh yeah yep y'all yep. uh keep up the good work gonna be a boy and a girl i told him today yep. i said i told him i said are you, are you done i said it's a complete family i told him about having the kids over also i said if they got friends over either have one or three over don't have two friends over no it's the other way around see you don't no you don't advice. never have two friends over because there's three kids oh that's right never <laughs> mind i didn't do my math he is correct you can't have odd numbers of kids together and that's I a good point that. good tip you cannot hey, that's a, do it. That's a pro tip. Especially if a girl is involved. If you got boys, you can do whatever. But if you got a girl in the mix, you better oh, have yeah. even numbers. Just saying. <laughs> I'll well, take listen, that advice. That's right. Hey, listen, guys. We enjoyed having y'all this weekend or, this, or on this video and <laughs> whatever day it is. <laughs> podcast, whatever we're doing here. Um, yeah, whatever day it is. But uh, enjoy y'all's hunting season. I hope y'all uh, the best and safe travels everywhere you go. And we will definitely see you down the road and talk to you again. God bless everybody. Until next week, we are out.